Hare Krishna. Thank you Maharaj for nice lecture. Maharaj, I wanted to know, as you were telling that uh, the false ego makes one think that what he is doing is right, his perceptions are right. So, in our life, how we should see to it because you know we feel that this is my conviction and this is perfect and from lectures or from different places we take those points only and we say Prabhupada said this or this said this like that and we go ahead so whether we are going on right track or some other place how we should come to know so that it will not be a false ego but a right thing and secondly when we see suppose some juniors are there they are in position we feel that they are also wrong so how we should guide them so that they will also be helped of that. I is very strong. Maya is very, very strong. Only by the grace of Krishna can you do what you're saying. You have to be very sincere. According to Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, the foundational first principle of a Vaishnava's character is simplicity. Simplicity and humility. Simplicity means to not have ulterior motives, to not have an agenda. And we simply have to be sincere to be able to evaluate that. Do I really have an agenda? If we're actually sincere, Krishna will reveal to us our hidden agendas, our egos. If we're not sincere to give it up, then Maya will empower us to justify anything and think that I am right, everyone else is wrong. So one of the qualities of simplicity and humility in Vaishnava society is to actually go to sincere advanced devotees and inquire submissively, whoever we are. Being senior doesn't mean you shouldn't inquire submissively. That's why you're senior because you take proper guidance. Otherwise, that tendency is there. We take, we take a little piece of what Prabhupada says and make that our mission. If we're actually sincere, we'll, take, we'll try to understand Prabhupada, not only the whole picture of what he said, but how he personally applied what he said in his life, and try to follow in his footsteps and try to seek guidance and direction from people who are honestly and sincerely following in his footsteps. Basically, religious fanaticism, whether it's Christian or Muslim or Vaishnav, whatever it is, Buddhist, basically fanaticism usually comes, it's not that what you profess and what you pursue is not in the scripture. It's usually always there, but it's, some, it's focusing on one thing and taking it out of the context of the whole teaching. That's where fanaticism comes from. You know, in Christianity, Jesus did say, I am the way and the truth and the light, and there's no other father, there's no other way to God except through me. But if we read, actually, the whole text in a proper spirit, we see what he represented, and we can understand what that means in the context of the whole picture. But if you just take it out, then everyone else is demoniac, except us. Yes? You're, you're all damned to hell, except me and mine. I am mine. In Islam, you can take certain 
passage us out of the Quran and justify hating and killing. But if you see it in the whole context of the spirit of it, it doesn't fit. And unfortunately, we can do the same thing with Prabhupada's books. We could do the same thing with Bhagavad Gita. That's why Prabhupada wrote Bhagavad Gita as it is. Here is Bhagavad Gita, directly, personally, Krishna's words. And Srila Prabhupada wrote that there was over a hundred translations of Bhagavad Gita in English. And all the translations were quite right. But people were just taking certain aspects out of it and making that the theme of the Gita. Yes? If we can do it with Krishna's words, we can do it with Prabhupada's words too. You know, in Gaudiya Vaishnava Sampradaya, there's, you know, certain people who are said to be Sahajyas. There's all these Apasampradayas. All these Apasampradayas from the books of Rupa Goswami. Perfect books. Just focusing on certain things. According to our egos, we take it and manipulate it and believe in it. So yes, we can do that with Prabhupada's books. Not only can, but we do. The Prabhupada said this, you can have wars over different things Prabhupada said. There's just no substitute from just actually being humble and sincere and simple and trying to see in relation to the whole picture and trying to see you know, you know, how Prabhupada lived and not just certain incidents of his life. You know, Prabhupada was very, he was soft like a rose and hard like a thunderbolt. If your propensity is a thunderbolt, then anything like a rose you're going to see as an enemy to Prabhupada, only thunderbolt. Or if you're just like a rose, you'll think the thunderbolt is it misrepresenting Prabhupada. Prabhupada could be both. And how is he both? Ego is I know. Simplicity is I don't know. I need help to know. I need association of devotees. That's why Srila Prabhupada writes, pure devotional service is very rare. He quotes Rupa Goswami. Manushyanam sahasreshu kashtid yatati siddhai. It's very rare. But then Prabhupada quotes Sanatana Goswami and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that if one is sincere and serious, he puts a list of three things and obviously Krishna easily gives pure devotional service if you have these three qualities. That means these three qualities must be extremely, supremely important for us. Pure devotional service, which is so rare, Krishna easily gives it if we have these three qualities. We are sincere, and the second is we are serious. What's the difference between being sincere and serious? They sound similar, don't they? It seems like being sincere means you're serious, and being serious means you're sincere. It's very important. And then the next one basically explains what it means to be sincere and serious. To have no ulterior motives. If we are sincere, serious, and have no ulterior motives, Krishna will easily give pure devotions. He will reveal everything as it is. But to actually fall, enter into the spirit of the parampara, this is what is required. listening to Radhanath Swami on devotionalnector.com.